the Click and Go Travel Podcast, fueling your wanderlust with far-flung, off-the-beaten-track destinations to just across the water and everything in between. Hi everyone, we're back with Season 3 of the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Today, Paul and I are chatting to Barry from Cork Airport. Thank you very much for joining us, Barry. Thank you very much, Gillian. Thank you, Paul. Great to have somebody from the... The the uh, what do we call it? The Republic of Cork. The Republic the, the of Cork. The capital. <laughs> the, the real capital. Was that the original yeah. capital? Apparently, was it or no? We just like to you we just, just like, like to say that yeah. we're the real <laughs> capital. Foreign, I don't know. <laughs> so now we have we have somebody. We have three nationalities. Yeah. We have Dublin, <laughs> Cork, and South Africa. <laughs> so uh, yeah, all good, all good. Very good. And um, we have Barry on uh, chatting to us just about Cork departures. And in Click and Go, we've seen a significant increase year over year. We saw an increase of 47% um, versus last year, which is just fantastic out of, out of Cork for click and go customers. And that was driven by 40% for couples and 57% for families. Just amazing growth. It's huge. And, you know, like it's very topical at the moment. There's loads of chat uh, in all of the news programs about the cap on Dublin Airport. There's lots of conversation about our regional airports and having, you know, using the regional airports better. Um, from our point of view, we just want people to go on holidays and yeah. they can go from every single airport on the island with click and go. So we're very airport neutral. Um, and what we've noticed, as Jill is saying, is we've really noticed a very significant increase yeah. out of Cork and out of Shannon this year for us as, as a business. And then when we started to dig deeper, like we just saw the range of destinations that are available out of the regionals. And I think there's a miss. Uh, like a, a wrong perception about yeah. the availability out of the regional airports. But Barry, you know more, like what's what's driving this this growth? Your figures are interesting, actually, Paul. And, you know, the, obviously with the 47 percent increase last year in you know, click and go customers, like that is that's that's exactly is what we've seen. We've we've yeah. se- we saw a twin overall a 25 percent increase in 2023 uh, versus 2022 of passenger numbers. We went from 2.25 million passengers in 2022 to two, over 2.8 million passengers wow. in 2023. So it was a significant increase. And I suppose what it does go to show is the popularity of regional airports at the moment, and in particular Cork, because of the convenience and the great selection of routes and services that are available from Cork. And as well, we have a great catchment area too. When people are deciding where to fly from their summer holidays, thankfully the dial is shifting and the people are deciding to fly from Cork. Um, We have been adding on a significant amount of new routes, even just last year alone, across the summer and the winter schedules, we added on nine new services. And this is what we hear in our market research all the time from our customers. And we always like to listen to our customers too. And what what they tell us is that we love flying from Cork Airport. You know, we'd love to see more new routes. And that's our job. So what we do is we go out and actively pursue the airlines to put on new services. And thankfully, we the relationships we have with our airlines is in a very good stead. And they've been putting on a great amount of new services. And a lot of them, obviously, as well, are very suited to the likes of city break destinations or city break holidays, rather, or um, sun holidays as well. So we're delighted with the increase in passenger traffic and we're delighted with the amount of new routes we have on offer as well for people. It's really That's brilliant. Good. Like yeah. it's, you know, 2.8 million is, is almost 3 million. Yeah. And, and like if you look just at the population of Cork, that's quite a small number. But your catchment is quite 
quite large. Well, catchment is, is, is significant. What do you consider like, the catchment for Cork Airport to be? Traditionally, we'd always, the Cork Airport would be marketed internationally, and I think it kind of gives a good steer as to what our catchment area is. We always would have marketed ourselves right from since the airport opened as the gateway to the south of Ireland. The south of Ireland is our catchment area, mm. and you're probably looking at look at the province of Munster for sure um, yeah. which is obviously all those counties there up as far as Clare Tipperary and, and East as far as Waterford but then you're looking into places like South Leinster and we have seen an uptick in passengers from South Leinster from the likes of Kilkenny mm. Carlow even maybe up as far as Leash flying from Cork Airport because they look at it from the point of view of when they sit into the car uh, they'll be down in Cork and perhaps if you're tra- travelling from South Tipperary you'll be there in an hour if you're travelling from North Tipperary and kind of the border there Kilkenny area you probably will be there in about two hours and look you have the convenient parking you have the convenient security and all that as well so that is g- generally our catchment our mm. catchment is Munster and South Leinster and if you take even the population of the population of Cork as a whole Cork County is I suppose somewhat over 500,000 people yeah. but then you look at the population of Munster as a whole you're talking about 1.2 1.3 million people yeah. I think that's based on the last census figures so 2.8 million people is a it's a fairly it's, it's a, a fairly really, good achievement really great yeah. number like yeah. it's it's so significant yeah. um, and I think and I think like it's probably good for us to explore you know like Dublin Airport most definitely has got its act together in, in recent uh, times in terms of the the kind of experience and the the flow through for passengers yeah. like post pandemic it was a bit challenging it was challenging in a in a lot of services yeah. but it was as we all know quite challenging in Dublin airport they seem to have sorted that out but i think the experience in our regional airports is much friendlier calmer quieter faster um so talk us through that and like you know cork airport yeah. is is a substantial facility yeah and it's 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 no mean feat when you're regarding yourself as the second. We are the second busiest airport in the state, but then we have a unrivaled uh, passenger experience when it comes to mm. the swiftness, the convenience, and the ease of the whole thing. People often joke to me when I meet them. You know, I might meet them on the street, or I might meet them at functions or events, and they'll say, "I flew out from the airport last week," and they're almost uh, at pains to tell you how quick they managed to get through. It's almost yeah, like a record. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like the Top Gear leaderboard. You know, <laughs> who managed to get through fastest? Uh, you've you've people that would tell. I've I've heard it myself. People would park up at one of the three car parks. It might be the short-term multi-storey, which is only about two-minute walk from the terminal building, perhaps less. And then you have the express red car park, which is about four or five minutes and then you have the Holiday Blue which is about seven or eight minutes walk. So all the car parks are within a ten minute uh, walk yeah. of the terminal Amazing. building. So you're literally hopping out of the car, pull up the handbrake and you have a hop, skip and a jump to the terminal building. And that's when you get to the terminal. Then of course security screening. And we have some fantastic security statistics and there are some great people working in our security unit. And in January 97.5% of, all, of, of our passengers cleared security in less than 15 minutes. Wow. That's effectively 99.9 in under 20 minutes then as well. So you're getting people through fast, really fast, really efficiently. And, um, you know, people are always complimentary of the help and you know, the service mm. that the security screening staff provide. They have a bit of banter along the way. <laughs> you know, we've seen people come through with carry jerseys and they've, you know, yeah. they'll, 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 the they'll, they'll give them a bit of a small <laughs> bit of grief and uh, they'll have a bit of crack there, you know, between the cock and the carry rivalry. But like we, I've, I've heard from people that they've got from, from car park to, to their gate 
in less than 10 minutes or, or even from car park to the bar where they'll have a pint in front of them in 10 minutes. Now, you could be travelling at an off-peak time of day, not necessarily guarantee that it'll be that fast all the time, but we'll do our damnedest to make sure that it yeah. will be as, as swift and as efficient as possible. It's fantastic. It takes the stress out of getting to the airport. You just sort of so like click it's, through. You know, ease of car parking. Yeah. Full full service airport in terms of all the facilities as as you have in any international airport. And just the kind of speed by virtue of the size. Yeah. And the friendliness. And I think that matters. Like it takes the stress. Like yeah. traveling, you know, especially if you're traveling with kids or a family, it can be quite stressful or depending yeah. on the reasons for travel, it can be quite stressful. So whatever we can do to kind of ease it and have that holiday feeling really does matter. Yeah. Um, and access to Cork, like, you know, if, we, if we're talking about the catchment area and yes, you know, our, our podcast is, is hopefully for all of our customers, not just the Munster customers, but like, so all of our customers may not exactly know the convenience of Cork Airport to the motorway network and to Cork City itself. So give us a little bit about the access and just talk us through the access and the ease of access from Cork City and the different motorway network gateway points. Well, Cork Airport itself is just located probably about a five minute drive off the main kind of dual carriageway um, artery, which we call the South Link, the South Ring Road, which goes around Cork City. And that obviously connects up to the legs of the Dun Kettle Interchange, which has now been upgraded into Mm. a free flowing um, interchange now where there actually are no traffic lights anymore. You don't actually have to stop there. So it's very easy for someone from the traffic news. It (laughs) is. It's not an issue anymore, thankfully. And there's been some great work done on the Dun Kettle Interchange and, and of recent as well. So what it does do for people, for argument's sake, maybe in Leinster, South Leinster or North Munster, uh, they'll be able to hop on the motorway on the M8 and come down the motorway without stopping at any point. Uh, they will be able to drive all the way to the Kinsale Road roundabout and then head up the hill to Cork Airport. So you have access from places like the M8, um, from uh, the likes of Tipperary, Kilkenny, up that mm. direction, North Cork, you know, maybe even some parts of um, of East Limerick might even be able to connect on to the M8. You have the main um, N20 from, from Limerick to Cork uh, that obviously hooks up as well with, with the city and then the route network that goes around it, so it's easy to get it from there. You have the N25 from Waterford, from the likes of Dungarvan, mm. from Waterford, from the east as well. And then you have the N22 and the new McCroom Bypass, which actually takes, I think, probably about 15 minutes off the journey from Killarney to Cork. So it's even swifter now for people mm. in Kerry to come to Cork Airport because they they avoid the bottleneck of traffic in McCroom, etc. That's just the road network. So obviously, again, access is improving all the time and make it, you know, swifter and easier for people to get there. And then you have the likes of the bus transportation. We have regular services to Cork City itself mm. uh, with Bus Aaron and CityLink provide a service from Galway uh, all the way down to Cork Airport, stopping in just in Limerick City en on, on route. So you have people from Limerick or from Galway that mm. could hop on that bus and it comes all the way up to Cork Airport, just one quick stop in Cork City Centre and then it's on up to the airport. And so we do a lot of work with these transport providers too in promoting sustainable travel and getting to the airport as well. You know, you don't always have to take the car. Yeah. And yeah. you can actually avail of some great public transport options too. The two services that, uh, the two bus air and services that leave from Cork City itself also leave from Kent Station. So there's quite an easy an easy option there to go from the train and to the bus and up to the airport. So you can, you know, with the fantastic cheap fares and leap cards, yeah. you know, you can yeah. come there really sustainably and really cheaply. Yeah, yeah, fair play to transport for Ireland yeah. in terms of what they're doing and that connectivity piece and, and creating really the infrastructure, be it that you want to drive or be it that you want to use public transport. So mm-hmm. a really easily accessible airport. And and like, I think if, if we move to the kind of the main piece here, 
which is looking at the roots themselves and looking at the network of, of roots. Like gone are the days when it was, you know, London, Amsterdam, Paris. We're now, you know, multi-pages of a spreadsheet in terms of looking at that root network across a great range of city destinations, a great range of sun holiday destinations. And and year round, not just a kind of seasonal piece. And I think it's really complementary then. Like so rather than get into the Cork versus Shannon or, you know, Cork versus Dublin or Shannon versus Dublin, like this just makes it much easier yeah. and provides tons more choice for customers, irrespective of, you know, where they're where, based on where they live in terms of getting to a destination. So that they can sit and they can say, Okay, well, we have the flights out of Cork, we have the flights out of Shannon, or we have the flights out of Dublin. And I think what's apart from the routes, and I want to come back to them, I think one thing, Jill, that we have noticed is the relative price variation that we used to see, Barry, between flying out of Dublin and the regionals seems to have shrunk. We're not seeing from our price yeah, perspective absolutely. the kind of very different fair ranges that would be. So not only would you have traffic, you know, opting to travel out of Dublin because there was more frequency or it was a route out of Dublin that wasn't available out of the regionals. If the route was available out of both Dublin and the regionals, price was sometimes intervening in the choice. Yeah. That issue seems to have been kind of levelled out. Are, are you seeing Yeah, we, we do see it. Yeah, absolutely. And look, that's something we monitor as well. You yeah. Know, and I think we look, we monitor. Look, yeah. We're in the same parent company as as um, as Dublin Airport. We're yeah. all part of DA Group. And we do monitor the fair comparisons yeah. between you know, the likes of Cork, the likes of Dublin, the likes of Shannon as well. And what we find is that, you know, there is there 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 is almost a certain parity in places as well. And there is. Or a very minimal, yeah. on average, yeah. a very minimal yeah. difference between routes. And that's something, you know, people, I suppose, in the past would have said that it might have been, you know, an intervening factor, as you mm. say, in choosing airports. But thankfully, that's not the case now. And with the prevalence of low-cost uh, carriers yep. using the regional airports as well, in particular, the prevalence of Ryanair routes out of Cork as well, mm. which they have added on significant amount of capacity and services, it's it they make the fares more competitive in the round. So we're seeing, absolutely, we're seeing, but there's, there, there are some great value fares. And, yeah. you know, the Ryanair deals are coming, you know, left, right and centre sometimes. Yeah. You know, and like in yeah. the, you know the 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 amount of I suppose you know like uh, deals you can get on city breaks or even winter sun or or maybe even going to things like um you know the holiday periods on midterm or Easter there's some really really good value there as yeah, well yeah. and Aer, Aer Lingus as well also do provide some really good value as well they you know some of their sales just post Christmas as well had some fantastic value to either some of the main cities yeah. they fly to or to um sun, sunnier destinations. Yeah, I think it's I think it's evening the playing field to have that fair parity yeah. piece because in real terms there isn't significant difference between the the landing costs between Dublin and the other regional airports not significant in terms of the overall holiday price and then you're looking at the the, the duration of the flight is the same so yeah. you know they're going to the same destination they're paying the same charges at the landing destination um, and duration is the same so you know let's let's like I think Reiner have been very clever about how they have built that it's it's you know their business model volume and and great value for money yeah. and it's great to see in Cork in particular good competition between Aer Lingus and Ryanair on a lot of the core routes. But let's touch on some of those routes because like the list of sun routes for this summer is quite staggering. Like, you know, if we leave Spain to one side, you're looking at Sardinia, Croatia, the Algarve, some some nice routes in France. Rhodes is there. um, And Zadar, I think, was added fairly recently as well. So another Croatian route, as well as 
the plethora of Spanish destinations in Barcelona and down to Malaga, everybody's favourite, Fuerteventura, Gran Canaria, Lanzarote and Tenerife. So all of the Canary Islands covered and Mallorca. And I'm very jealous because you guys have Mallorca year round. Uh, Dublin does not have it's a year not, round no. Mallorca. It's, you know. it's interesting because, yes, it was added on as a, as a winter service. Uh, yeah. This winter just gone, I suppose. You know, the winter schedule runs right up until the end of March. Yeah. So obviously we have Palma then and obviously it will be continuing right mm. through the summer as well. But it was great to have it. You know, it was great to have that that year round connection to the Balearic Islands. Yeah. And, you know, Palma is extremely popular. Like we have Palma, in fact, we have three carriers serving Palma yeah. annually. We have Aer Lingus, Ryanair and, and Tui. Tui. Yeah. You know, and the only other route that has three carriers served actually is Lanzarote. Yeah. And the three three of those carriers as well serve those. Yeah. And it just goes to show, I suppose, it's tantamount to the popularity yeah. of Palma and yeah. the island of Mallorca, you know, whether it is summer or winter. So, yeah, it's really good. Like to you would always see it in the summer. Yeah. Um, and great to see, and it's you know, Tui, and we're not we're not we're not forgetting Tui in terms of their their holiday package and and what they offer, you know, being present in Cork and in Shannon, and that kind of supports the regional piece as well. Yeah. Um, but in terms of in terms of somewhere like Palma, like it is crazy that Dublin doesn't have a service to Mallorca, because mm. as a city, Palma has to be one of the best Mediterranean cities. I've often called it out yeah. as such a great city break. And in the summertime, it just gets expensive because the flight prices in into Palma are expensive in the summer to serve the holiday market. Yeah. In winter, much more competitive. And then you can do that wonderful city. But even the hotel destinations in the beach resorts, the Scandinavians and the Germans have capacity right yeah. the way through all year round into Palma. Like Palma, let's not forget, is the third busiest airport in Europe in the summertime. You know, and so the the infrastructure, the network, the hotels are open longer. The hotels are opening year round in a lot of the in a lot of the destinations. Yeah, you may not be sitting on the beach if you go yeah. down in January, February, but it's going to be an awful lot nicer than today in Dublin or in Cork. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you that for sure. So you know, and the value, like the, we we were looking at some of the value options out of Cork for the for for the winter for Mallorca, and it was just great. But like. Every single significant sun destination is there. Yeah. Um, you know, Barcelona is served through Girona, through Reyes. Um, Costa del Sol, a real well. favourite. Like, just great capacity. And Lanzarote, as we were talking about earlier, just if we yeah. could create a second Lanzarote, life would be wonderful would be. for the travel industry. Oh, We'd yeah. all be very happy. Absolutely. Because Lanzarote, for us, does the, the volume of the other three islands combined. So whatever capacity we have into Lanzarote for holidays... You can take Gran Canaria, add Tenerife and add Fuerteventura to create an equivalent because we just, the Irish just love it. Irish just love, they love it. It's yeah. a, this, that love affair with the Lanzarote still continues and it's it's it's, it's unbelievable. So yeah. sun is totally covered. UK, yeah. really great network yeah. um, across everything, Scotland, uh, all the way down the UK and all of the airports, Gatwick, Heathrow, London, Luton and Stansted served with good services into the favourites of Liverpool and Manchester as well. And then if we move to the cities, yeah. like the range of cities is huge. The, and that's that's something we're always keen to promote as well. You know, like obviously, you know, sun holidays is bread and butter yeah. for yourselves, yeah. bread yes. and butter for us. And look, you know, there's everybody loves to get away for that week or two weeks in the summertime. But we we have a fantastic range of of city breaks. Mm. Really Even if you do. start in just the likes of the UK, London or Edinburgh. Yeah, you know yeah. Edinburgh is one of my own favourite cities. Oh, I love Canada. it. Yeah. I could not get sick of it. You know, no. there's, the, there's and I've probably been there five or six times already, and still every time yeah. I find something new to do yeah. or a new place to explore. 
it is brilliant. And even London itself, you know, with the four airports, as you say, we have covered it, you know, with yeah. great connectivity and, yeah. again, again, great choice, yeah. you know, and, and, and competition when it comes to services to London, which is great as well. Then if you go maybe towards the continent, you have Paris. We have yeah. Paris right yeah. through the year. We've it's great for and Disneyland, Paris yeah. as well. Disneyland is huge, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah, uh, really uh, important for and us. Particularly, you know, in the summertime as well, when when um, Air France come back on stream as well, and they're providing their daily service to Charles yeah. de Gaulle, which is a really popular service. We're delighted to have Ryanair then providing uh, access to Paris Beauvais yes. right through the winter as well, which covers mm. off the winter accessibility. We have daily services to Amsterdam with both Aer Lingus and KLM, yeah. yeah. And then you have places like Barcelona, Rome. Uh, you have Milan, you have Seville, Valencia in Spain, yeah. you have Venice in Italy, yeah. and you have the likes of Zurich then in Switzerland as well. Yeah. So there is a plethora of great city breaks to yeah. go from, from Cork Airport. And I think like for us, city breaks really matter. Like it's, yeah. it's a core part of our business and what we do. And, and like we have city breaks on the website to every single destination, from every airport to every destination that's yeah. served. And it is, it is core. Like it's such an affordable holiday because, you know, it's... It's it's hardly any annual leave. Yeah. It's probably cheaper to go away for two or three nights than have a hotel in Ireland for one or two nights. Yeah. And you're getting a different experience and you're going to be spending a lot less. But it's great for the airport in terms of, you know, opening out, as you said, away from sun holidays and you get into more of that visiting friends and relatives traffic. Yeah. You get more of that inbound traffic, which is great for the local economy. You get, you know, all of the leisure business uh, and the corporate, you know, yeah. that, that corporate travel, that's that's critical. So it's and that supports everything that then gives the network and gives the airlines more confidence in putting yeah. more aircraft into those regional airports, which Correct. is really, Absolutely. really important. And we'd always be at pains to say that, too, you know, that if you fly from Cork, you know, and if if routes are well supported, they'll stay. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. if airlines see confidence, as you say, Paul, in some yeah. of the routes, they'll add on more. Yeah. So that's uh, and it's it's it just it's cyclical from then on that if you keep coming to you know fly out from the likes of Cork support the routes that are there then the, the airlines become as I say more confident and add more. You touched on even annual leave there for example now on some of the city breaks yeah and like there are some really good places you know to go to on like a weekend for argument's sake. Seville is one of yeah. the yeah. ones this yeah. winter which is a spectacular city down oh, in Andalusia yeah. region in Spain and the flight leaves on a Friday morning shortly after six o'clock and then comes back in on Sunday evening around eight o'clock. So you actually only need to take Friday off, but yeah. you have probably yeah. three good days, yeah. days. Yeah. in and, Seville. And yeah. that was really noticeable when we were doing the work because we're like we're very invested in click and go and in terms of looking at those regional airports and and for our team to know all of the routes so that they can help our customers. Once they know where the customer lives, they can start suggesting, actually, this might be more convenient to you. Yeah. Or I can give you a price out of Dublin and a price out of Cork or a price out of Shannon. And you know, it, it, the frequency was just quite staggering. Yeah. Because again, I think that's what Ryanair are quite good at. Like if they open a route, it's not going to be once a week. They're going to have capacity on that route for the weekend breaks. Yeah. Um, make, you know, make it way more accessible. And, you know, more feeds more. It does. And you take the likes of Rome, for example, in the summertime. Rome will be on Fridays and Mondays. So, well, when we say summer, obviously, we're yeah. meaning from our end of March right through yeah. to the end of October. And or, as I say to people, you know, between the clocks change, when the clocks yeah. change. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the easiest. Yeah, I'm always saying that. When does that's your summer schedule, schedule start is yeah. when the clocks change. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So um, it's, it's, it's a really good way of telling people. But for argument's sake now, Rome on Fridays and Mondays. So you can have your 
weekend break from yeah. Friday through to Monday. You can have your short five day break from Monday to Friday. Yeah. Or if you're feeling a little bit, um, I suppose, more keen on staying for a week long break, you could stay from Monday to Monday or Friday to Friday. Yeah. So and like, like the dinner like operation are key. If you're, yeah. if you're looking at that sort of stuff, then, you know, you can tag on the train from Rome down to Naples, yeah. head down to Sorrento, get a great two centre. And there's, you know, like the, the, the network that is available out of Cork is very suited to that sort of mix. And like you have Venice in there as well, as you've mentioned, Milan. So Italy really well covered. Pisa is in there. And then Poznan and Gdansk in, in, in for Poland. Yeah. So like it's it's Lots no longer that yeah. kind of pick and choose. It is it is really substantial. So I think I think signs on it, like, you know, Cork Airport talking about getting up to nearly three million passengers. Yeah. We're seeing that growth. We're working with our team to see what we can do to educate our our Dublin based call centre because we're we're based in Dublin, but our customers are from every county in the country. Yeah. So what's really important for us is to know about this, and that's the whole point of of this podcast is kind of just creating that awareness. And we're very much into the complementary piece that it shows, and I think yeah. it, you know it plays into the argument, like you know politically clearly we're very much in favour of the cap being lifted in Dublin Airport. Dublin is, is critical to, to what we do. But I think all of the airports are really critical to what we do. The more infrastructure we have that's working like this, the more choices for holidays, the more yeah. affordable, everything else. And, and, you know, like for the most part, we have, you know, really good airport authorities who run great facilities who are focused on sustainability. Yeah. We have Erlingus and Ryanair who have really young fleets and, again, focused on the sustainability piece with the energy and the work that they're trying to do. And we live on an island with fairly miserable weather and incredibly <laughs> high taxes and costs. So, we, you know, you have to get I off keep the saying, island. get off the yeah. island. Yeah, yeah. So, Barry, anything else that we should call out or that's important in terms of Cork and what, what I think what you've Cork touched on a couple of them and then there's obviously the newer routes in the summer, I suppose. Yes. It would be it would be remiss of me not to give them a plug this Do. this summer as well. And, you know, for, for quite some time now, our consumers have been uh, shouting from the hilltops, we'd love a Greek route, we'd love yes. a Greek route. And we're, del- we're delighted to have that this summer now. Yeah. We're oh, starting, uh, Ryanair starting a service to roads in June and that'll operate twice a week. So it covers off the beautiful... Greek island oh, yeah. of roads. It is just magnificent. And have you been? No, I haven't. Oh, and you, you know what? I think I'll have to put it on my bucket list. Yeah. You have to go. Oh, and don't you do go bucket from list. Now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And like, God, it's just gorgeous. And stay near the airport. Stay up near Rhodes Town on the north of the island. And then you know, get a get a car, or a bike, or a moped, or something, and go off and explore. It is a stunning island, and the capital, like Rhodes City, is just magical. It's that beautiful. It's exactly as you imagine a Greek magical, mythical city to be. Close to the airport. Stunning port, easy access to some of the nearby islands, but it's a beautiful, beautiful island and like great weather. So pretty much, you know, eight, nine months of the year, Rhodes has got it an incredible value for money. And don't get me started on the food because I just, <laughs> me and Greek food, yum. It's, I, I, I think even just from looking at some of the pictures, you know, when we're doing our own but promotion. But it is great. It's, it is, it's great to have something new and something different. It is. Yeah. And a fresh destination and people like to explore new destinations. Yeah. Like Zadar now as well from Croatia, yes, in Croatia yes, yes. is being added on. So we have Zadar and Dubrovnik and, you know, you have the Dalmatian coast there, you know, quite yeah. well covered, yeah. you know, from... With and some great music festivals that are served out of Zadar. That's right. And yeah, then you and have the islands, the islands off the coast. Mm. Most as yeah. well, which is a you know, which is really important too. So that's a even really good choice as well. Of course, the other route then that we're the other European capital that we have connectivity to starting in March is Brussels, and Brilliant. again covers off a good portion of the Benelux region for both the inbound and the outbound yeah. tourism as well into the beautiful Wallonia region of Belgium. But then only an hour on the bus, then into Brussels city centre, or two hours 
to the lovely city of Bruges, yeah. which I have yeah. been told, and it's certainly yeah. uh, we won't use the term bucket list, Paul. We'll just book it as well. Yeah. Yeah, but I've been gorgeous. told it's gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. city, and yeah. like ideal. And um, you know, so the great, Brussels has has I think a bad rap in terms of being a little bit boring. It's not. It's a really the inner city is beautiful, gorgeous, it's really capital is. city. It's elegant. It's quiet at the weekends. It's incredibly good value for money at weekends because an awful lot of the kind of you know business political hub is out of the city from Thursday night. Okay. So it's really good value. Great public transport, easy to get to from the airport, really easy is. to get down the road to Bruges. You know, oh, you got to go. If and you it, haven't been, you should, you should go. go. It's one. Of the, it's certainly one of those cities that I think, as you said, it certainly gets a bad rep, but I think it's a really lovely city, mm. even in towards the, the middle food, of the, the square there. Great and great like, you know, oh, stunning. It's just beautiful. It's really yeah. nice. So loads of reasons. Yeah. To, to, to look at Cork Airport as an option and hopefully get on to Click and Go and check out our, our Cork Airport departures and Jill as one of the projects that Jill is working on this year is all around the regionals and making that kind of visual uh, understanding of the routes yeah. the new routes and, and, and what can be uh, booked from yeah. the regional airports available all on clickandgo.com so. Brilliant Great well thanks very much for joining us today Barry it was great having you here thank you, and um, thank you very much for listening and if you'd like to follow us on our social media we are on Facebook TikTok Instagram and Twitter as well and if you have any suggestions please email us at podcast at click and go dot com great. thanks for listening thanks What's again your cork accent tell like oh I don't know I don't have a cork accent come here bye pretty bad pretty bad girl yeah, yeah. <laughs> on that, that note boy? bye <laughs> <laughs> on that note we'll, we'll wrap it up thanks very thanks much for joining us thanks bye 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 bye